Okay, good evening everyone. So I am Carmen and uh, I'm the organizing committee for Isaac. And over here, I have my team uh, who is Chasin and I would also like her to make introduction about herself. Hello everyone, it's Chasin here. Yeah, so welcome to our podcast for today for our Speak Up 8.0 um, podcast. Yeah, so today our topic will be about STEM in 21st century. Yeah, so I will pass back to Carmen. Alright, so we also have uh, our volunteers here with us today. So uh, first I would like to introduce Sean. And then uh, we also have Han and Atava here. So we have three volunteers here with us today. And besides that, we also have uh, Melvin as our guest here, which he will be introducing himself and also his company. So I would like to uh, invite Melvin to introduce himself. Hi, everyone. My name is Melvin. I'm from Karuna Sarawak, a web and digital agency based in Malaysia. So our company's main expertise is in web development, uh, systems design, as well as the IoT applications. Yep, so back to you. All right, so thank you, Melvin. And okay, so let's get started with the questions. Uh, the, the first question is, do you agree that it is essential to teach high school students about STEM? So uh, when you're answering, you could also uh, give the reason why or why not. So I would like to first introduce Sean to, to, uh, to have a discussion with us here. All right, Sean. All right. Hello, everyone. First of all, I agree it's essential to teach high school students about STEM because uh, it will cultivate an earlier interest and raise scientific understandings among high school students, especially uh, at an earlier age. And then this will provide them a good introduction to this STEM sector that is currently booming in our country, especially when Malaysia is starting to shift towards uh, Industry 4.0 which is the beginning of uh, automation and data exchange in the manufacturing and processing industry. So therefore, I think uh, teaching students about STEM field uh, provides them with, an, with a lot of career opportunities related to STEM. Not to mention, it is a very important sector that is currently, uh, that, that will be the main foundation that helps develop our country as a whole. So by introducing the STEM field to students, they can open up their career options to more opportunities and choose a more suitable career pathway for them. And that's it for me. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sean. So uh, thank you for sharing. And I would like to uh, invite next, uh, next volunteers here, which is Han. Hey, yes, I am Han Bingwen. Yes, I totally agree that it's essential to teach them about STEM education. What is essential? Okay, uh, let's give me uh, you an example. If uh, you don't, uh, you don't eat, uh, you never know the taste of apple, and you never know what is the apple, and then you will never find it apple is good or not. Likewise, if a shy didn't know uh, what is STEM education, and also how interesting it is. And he would never find it very interesting. And also, he would never do amazing thing by using STEM education. So that education is kind of synergy. It is combination of 
science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So as we know, the whole combination is more stronger and more powerful than the individual strengths. So standard education and very will be useful and very will be interesting for students. So it is very important to introduce and to teach uh, the student in high school, especially. For me, I never had the standard education in high school, and I only have had standard education by the age of 18. So at the time I found it, it is very interesting. And I wish I could learn standard education at my early age. So I believe that it is essential to teach and to introduce standard education to high school students. Yes, this is it. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Han. So I would like to invite uh, for the third volunteers here, which is Atharva. Uh, hello everyone. Good evening. My name is Atharva Kalyankar. I am from India. And uh, regarding the question, uh, do you agree STEM is essential in, to teach high school students? I feel, uh, as Han rightly pointed out, uh, uh, STEM is a very uh, essential field. And the topic and the subject that it covers, for example, from science, uh, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I feel these are the core subjects on which the world is currently working on. There is uh, uh, any field you can pick up in this world and any one of this concept is being used in that field. So introduction of STEM concepts at a very early age can be very helpful for the future, for the uh, current uh, generation for, in order of their employability and their uh, uh, knowledge about any uh, field. But that can also be helpful for the country in future generations as it can produce a lot of well-qualified uh, individuals and they can contribute a lot to various fields, not only to their country, but uh, globally throughout the world, uh, which can help the economy in a lot of ways. So uh, it can be seen as a very small butterfly effect of teaching, just teaching the basics of STEM to small high school students which can you know eventually uh, turn up on a which can eventually show its results on a on uh, economic scales uh, at a very large level so uh, i feel stem should be taught to children uh, the basics of it uh, but it should be taught at uh, since the high school level thank you okay thank you atharva so before before we uh, conclude for the uh, for for question 1 i would like to invite our special guest here, which is Melvin. Hello. Uh, yes, I do agree that uh, STEM is important in high school education. Um, I was actually one of those early batches, right, uh, that have been left out because uh, Malaysia implemented the uh, STEM blueprint in uh, 2016, uh, according to research here on uh, Google. So I haven't gone through much of it, but um, an early part of my education was also in the United States. Yeah, so where STEM was uh, sort of like the foundation of our uh, pre-university. Yeah, so it kind of helped us uh, decide, you know, what type of a career we wanted. So I find that very important as in terms of a career exploration, as well as to, uh, to garner interest uh, towards, uh, you know, either engineering or um, any technology related fields. Uh, one big part of um, STEM, I think, uh, is that it should also be taught at the primary school level because I feel that, you know, when, um, especially my own experience, when uh, when we went to high school, we kind of 
we, we've kind of decided, you know, whether or not we want to be in science stream or like art stream. So I think that the foundation has to be built much earlier on, you know, and not just at the high school level. And uh, that could include, you know, teaching kids robotics, you know, programming, um, as well as biology classes. So they can probably do some small dissection of mice, you know, just, just some, you know, fun parts of it. Uh, so they can learn a bit more about uh, science and math and technology. All right. Hello. Okay. Uh, it's me. I'm back. Thanks for uh, Melvin for the sharing and thank you for all the volunteers for sharing of question one. So without dragging too long, we are going to uh, proceed with our question two. All right. So applying the concept or culture of STEM into education settings in rural schools could be very difficult due to the lack of materials or syllabus. So what are some suggestions that might help to apply at least some of them in your mind? Yeah, so uh, first, I would like to uh, invite Sean to uh, answer and also discuss uh, with us about his opinion. Uh, thank you, Jason. Also, first of all, uh, managing STEM uh, teachings in the rural community is a very challenging idea due to the lack of resources and syllabus as stated earlier and a very important issue is that teaching STEM field in rural community has a very low teacher retention which means that uh, there's a very low uh, amount of education resources that can be allocated to the rural, rural community so from due to this I think uh, implementing STEM education into rural schools can be supported uh, in a various way. In various ways, first of all, uh, they can gain support from the government, and the government can allocate trained teachers to the schools and provide funding through the purchase of necessary equipment. Or if they are incapable of doing so because of a shortage of shortage of funds, the government can actually provide some uh, funding to allow students to travel to the STEM playground being held uh, annually, or they can travel to a nearby school that has all this uh, STEM equipment available to them. Oh, so besides that, these rural communities can also gain support from NGO, which, can, which they can bring the STEM materials to them uh, and introduce this, the interesting STEM topics and provide a foundation to their understanding of this field. So that's it for me. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sean, for your sharing. All right. So the next one, I would like to invite Han for your opinion. Hi. Yes. Thank you. Yes. My my first uh, suggestion is that uh, we have to play more sophisticated teachers in this kind of place, like rural places. It is because uh, teachers are one of the most important things in building uh, education system. But it's way be difficult, uh, because uh, more uh, more educated people want to live in big city. But we have to place uh, this very talented, very educated teacher in this kind of area. But it will be a bit difficult. And uh, the second suggestion I want to get is that uh, we need to get internet access in this kind of area. I mean, some places we cannot even get internet access. Like in our country, Myanmar, some uh, some places only gain uh, only gaining two G performance or internet. So it's very difficult to use online courses. 
even though uh, we don't have materials for standard education. So uh, we need to get a set a good internet connection to this kind of area. At least uh, we can teach uh, the student by using YouTube, YouTube videos and online classes. Yes, at least they can learn the concept of the state education. But it's very difficult in some places because I have come from that kind of place. It is, uh, the internet connection is very bad. Uh, I don't imagine about the materials for a STEM project, but didn't uh, even uh, get internet connection. So the, uh, the second thing, we need to get the good connection for internet. So they can learn the concept of standard education. And when they grow up, uh, they have already know what is standard education and they can create their imagination. Right, yeah, this is my suggestion. Thank you. All right, thank you Han for your suggestion as well. So how about Atawa? What is uh, your opinion or suggestion for this? Yeah, very excellent uh, points pointed out by my colleagues here. Uh, very efficient solutions that if implemented can help out a lot but i feel we should uh, look at the context of this question a bit we are talking about educate uh, educating high school students about uh, topics of uh, stem stem uh, inherently are uh, i feel uh, it is very evident stem in uh, the topics that are present in stem fields are very vast and uh, are such topics that people spend their life on uh, in learning and everything. So when it comes to high school students, I feel basic teaching the basics of uh, science or mathematics and uh, basics of technology would be more than uh, would be more than sufficient for uh, high school students. Having said that, uh, the faculty that is being uh, that is being provided to these students, uh, uh, which is who are teaching these subjects. They need to be uh, well equipped uh, to teach these subjects. And uh, in this case, internet is a very essential top, uh, thing which needs to be provided to them. But along with that, uh, rather than taking support from NGOs and government, which, uh, which if provided can be very helpful, but uh, a step prior to that could be, you know, equipping them with enough uh, materials uh, so that they can learn themselves. And since they are teaching high school students, the material is not going to be more than uh, what they can handle. So once they are efficient enough to teach the materials, they can start teaching the children the basics of it. And once the children are well versed with the basics of uh, various topics and subjects, then uh, uh, help can be taken from government and NGOs to provide additional infrastructure and additional lab support and various additional facilities and technicalities that can be used to further enhance the further enhance uh, the child's education in that specific field which then comes into if the child wants to specialize in something that could also be a factor in it but as far as it comes uh, to high school students i feel teaching the basics is more than enough for their level and basics can be very easily taught just by the uh, uh, the material uh, not the material just by the amenities that are available to them just the basic setting of a classroom if you can imagine a blackboard, a well-equipped well, uh, teacher with all the knowledge about the basics of STEM can easily teach a class of 20 to 30 students. And uh, if that uh, uh, in itself is conducted efficiently over a period of time, the children coming out of high schools would be more eager and more uh, well-versed in the uh, knowledge of various engineering and mathematical and scientific uh, 
uh, subjects and topics which can then uh, help them to go to various other universities where uh, the the uh, equipment and the lab uh, uh, require uh, equipments and various other things that are required for further enhancing their uh, knowledge in that specific field are already present uh, this structure is uh, present in a lot of countries i'm sure it is present in myanmar also but uh, uh, it is not that well implemented i feel base, base, implementation of such basic things can also uh, help out uh, and then we can further enhance that by uh, uh, implementing and uh, enhancing the network in rural areas thank you all right thank you atawa for your sharing yes i agree as well um everyone of us actually learning and also uh started to have uh interested towards the fields that we like uh when we are learning of the basic things right yeah so before we end this question too i would like to invite melvin to uh share his opinion and suggestion for this question as well okay hi um in in fact this question is quite close to heart because uh, when i first completed my education in the states um we were actually invited to uh to work for teach for malaysia yeah, so I, i didn't but a few of my friends did and it was quite fulfilling for them because they travel all around malaysia you know teaching um kids in rural areas uh you know uh design subjects uh, basically physics uh mathematics and uh and uh, biology so um and i think that the malaysian government has done its fair bit as well uh you know to to uh, to reach out to the rural community and they now have a uh, better internet infrastructure as well as connectivity which was not present in the past uh, in the past they didn't even have you know proper tables or you know proper classroom spaces which they do have today so i think that you know with the availability of internet um the only thing that is uh, lacking right now is actually the equipment to go online yeah which are the laptops and the computers and i think the sarawak government has come to realize that also so um recently they had the effort of uh, purchasing raspberry pi computers to be given out to you know all the rural schools as well as the uh, some of the urban schools as well uh, so kids can go online and uh, learn some basics uh, of programming as well as uh, other types of stem activities and being able to use uh, you know uh word processing and uh documents and i think the other thing is that you know um teach from malaysia also has huge partnerships with uh, conglomerate companies yeah and google is actually one of them so with that you know comes a whole suite of uh, technology uh that we can tap in. i mean the kids can now tap into so uh, not only google but you know a lot of the universities are also on board uh for example the uh, Jeffrey Chia Foundation which is part of Sunway University uh and then PricewaterhouseCoopers is also on board and Scrine uh, which is a huge uh, digital marketing and branding agency and also Essentia so i think that you know teach for you know uh Malaysia will 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 be there you know to assist in reaching out to the rural communities and uh, that's one of the uh charitable organizations that you know we can all support and also donate to um that's all from me Okay so thank you for sharing Melvin. So uh I have a last question here. So what do you think about the current education system among the students uh among our children nowadays? So do you think that they are well prepared or equipped to actually incorporate in this 21st centuries as what we can see now uh the industries and the worlds are heading towards STEM uh, knowledge and skills. So 
what do you think that uh, about our our current education system uh, in our children so that uh, they can actually <coughs> prepare to to be able to cope with this uh, type of technologies and stem knowledge so first i would like to invite sean to share your uh, opinion thank you Coleman. so uh, in malaysia the current way of educating children has uh, or educating students has changed uh, a lot in recent years when the education ministry is trying to adopt critical thinking skills among young students and they are trying to implement a lot of technology skills and STEM concepts on children. And as uh, Melvin stated earlier, uh, the STEM concepts are introduced to Malaysian students in 2016. And I'm among one of the earlier batches who got to experience uh, the STEM field. And because of this, uh, this introduction to the STEM field, I am partially inspired by this uh, introduction that I'm currently now pursuing an engineering career at an engineering at Curtin University. So Malaysia, uh, compared to the past, there's definitely a, a lot of significant changes to the education delivery system. So this includes uh, activities like programming classes like Python uh, and Arduino, and as Melvin stated, robotics. And by taking these classes, I hope that uh, Malaysian students uh, are, are able to gain inspiration to actually pursue uh, in STEM careers. However, uh, improvements can definitely be made to, imp to, to, to understand how we can evaluate students in the STEM field. So because the current education system uh, focuses on uh, individual subjects more, and maybe we can change how we evaluate students through measuring their curriculum, acti uh, their activeness in curriculum activities. So compared to more developed, more developed Asia countries like Singapore, Korea, in which there's a more heavier emphasis in the STEM field and their students have a very high education standard. Because of this, well, I think that we are not fully prepared for the needs of the 21st century, but in my honest opinion, we're definitely advancing to the right direction, which is equally as important. So that is all for my opinion. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. And now uh, we would like to hear from Han as well for your opinion. Yes, uh, actually, I'm now from Malaysia. I am from Myanmar, but I will answer this question based on all of the uh, based on the world. So I have to give some general question, general as answer about this question because I, I'm from Myanmar. So to be honest, I don't like so much the current way of education system in the world. Uh, in the world, every school has two curriculums. Uh, the first one is state curriculum. That is fine and that is okay. I like that. But the second one is hidden curriculum that is causing a lot of problems in our life. Uh, I want to give some message from the hidden curriculum because uh, most of our people and most of students uh, didn't know we have the hidden curriculum from most in school, uh, from school and in school. Okay, so. Uh, one of the uh, messages or the hidden curriculum is do as you are told. Do as you are told. As a kindergarten child, it is one of the messages we got from the teachers in school. If we didn't, we got punished in some ways. So this is one message I don't like. And another message is that don't make mistakes. 
yes, make mistakes are bad. And in school, we make a mistake and we get an ace and we get the red pen. So we have learned that mistakes are bad and bad. Like gradually, uh, we try to avoid to make mistakes all the time. In fact, you know, uh, we got to learn to learn mistakes and to accept them and to laugh at them. And of course, always learn from the mistake. So about in, in most school, uh, teachers are telling the student, don't make mistakes as do you are told like that. And there's many messages. So I just want to mention this message from hidden curriculum. So this is, I don't like message uh, from hidden curriculum. And the second question is depend on countries. Uh, student from developed country like America and Malaysia. Malaysia is already developed country, I think. But uh, in this country, students may be fully prepared for the 21st century. But students from developing countries, from poor countries like our country, Myanmar, uh, students are very being late and they are not ready. So that's all. So I want to know you. Uh, it is depend on the countries. Uh, students from developed countries, there's a, uh, there's a, maybe they are already uh, for 21 century, but student from development country, it is hard to say. Yes, that's all. Thank you. Okay. All right. So thank you, Han, for sharing uh, what you have experienced from your countries to actually uh, allow us to see things uh, from a different perspective, because uh, even though we are now in Malaysia, we can also see uh, look look from a different perspective and what is happening in uh, the other countries for example like Myanmar so next I would like to invite Atarva uh, to, to give us a sharing yes uh, you you, uh, you may speak now Atarva yes thanks a lot uh, depending on the the question that is asked i feel uh, india provides a very unique example in that sense if you consider my state maharashtra for example we have a, a curriculum that teaches uh, we have the curriculum that teaches one of the most uh, the economic center of the whole of india as well as the most backward uh, or the most rural areas of uh, india in, uh, we have both the areas in the same state now if one is asked to devise a syllabus to teach uh, both the both these stu uh, students from both these areas one from the most economically developed city throughout india and one from the most rural cities uh, in india one has if one has to develop a syllabus to teach the students of, for both of these cities it becomes very difficult so from there itself we can i can feel the contrast uh, in the education systems which can easily uh, tell whether the children can be uh, capable of uh, being able to, you know, uh, be prepared for the needs of the 21st century. As far as uh, it comes to teaching STEM subjects or any subject in general, I feel uh, even more than the uh, country's economical progress, I am uh, it, uh, the country's economic status is a very good uh, factor in uh, saying whether the students are being taught and are, and are being prepared for the 21st century but i feel along with that if you uh, look at it a bit more closely i feel the uh, 
the uh, the teaching methods that are being used in that country the way the faculties are being taught the way the system has been uh, implemented of various education systems uh, for example icsc and the a levels that are being taught uh, throughout not just in england but uh, i have observed here for the first time that a levels are conducted even in malaysia you have the option of taking the a levels i feel that that goes to show the uh, soundness of that uh, uh, teaching system that not just in their own country but other other countries are also adopting that same education uh, system because it shows how efficient and how well developed and how well optimized that education system is uh, to teach and to gauge the level of uh, gauge how well prepared the students are for the 21st century uh, that is a very good indicator i feel and as far i think uh, a lot of a lot of uh, it is a very uh, you can say unbalanced situation because a lot of students from a developed country may not be well equipped for the 21st century and a lot of students from uh, a developing country are uh, capable of facing uh, are fully prepared to fulfill the stem needs of 21st century so regardless of the teaching system and everything end of the day it comes down to the student if the student is more uh if the student is willing enough if the student is more passionate about the topic that he is learning he or she is learning it uh, they can come out of whatever situation they are and if the student can uh, is provided even with the best of opportunities the student can you know not make the most out of it so it depends on the student also whether they want to be prepared for the uh, needs of the 21st century so uh, and that i guess sums it up because uh, regardless of the education system it might be the best one or it might be the worst one it depends on the student of course a good education system goes a long way even in converting one of the bad students into a good one and a bad education system can go the other way also so education system also plays an important role uh, so that can help you conclude that uh, the education system along with the capabilities and the interest of the student can both help enhance uh, the student's learning progress and uh, uh, can help uh, the student be better equipped for the 21st century yeah thanks all right okay thank you atarva so we are not actually seeing from a perspective uh, from a country of uh, from myanmar but we are also seeing perspective on the india so i do agree that uh, other than the education system itself the student does play a crucial role here by <clears throat> actually actually uh developing their passion and uh being motivated to actually uh cooperate with the education system uh as as we have now to build up the stem knowledge and their skills so as a closing for question 3 i would like to invite melvin uh to do a sharing with us hi um my personal opinion is that stem is important but i think that you know other types of uh education you know uh i would say elective educations should also be emphasized yeah not just stem because in malaysia like for example we lack we really lack professionals in the performing arts industry and we also lack professionals in the music industry or in, in the sports industry so i just feel that you know the the education system should not just emphasize just on stem but also on the electives 
Um, and in terms of STEM education, it should be uh, it should be geared in such a way that the syllabus must match the needs of the country. Like for example, Malaysia right now is having a surplus of engineers. Yeah, and uh, but with so many engineers, I, I read online that there's about only 35% of them who are registered with the Board of Professional Engineers. So where did the rest of the engineers go? <laughs> so so this is this is a very big question. You know, are we producing um, you know, too many engineers and too few doctors, you know. So, so I just think that in terms of STEM itself, uh, the, um, the, the Ministry of Education still needs to kind of strategize from time to time to see what topics of STEM uh, needs to be, you know, further, uh, further refined and encouraged. Yeah, because uh, STEM is very broad. It's very broad, you know, science, technology, engineering, math. So it's really, really broad. So I think that you know, we kind of need to narrow down our scope and, you know, and try to, uh, to, to garner more interest in, uh, in those fields that are really developing and in need in our country. You know, there's, there's really no point to develop a skill that the country is not ready to absorb in terms of workforce. Then at the end of the day, you would train, you know, all these professionals and they would end up, you know, working in Singapore, the U.S., you know, in Australia, because there is no, there are no job opportunities in Malaysia. Yeah, so I, I really think that it should it should come hand in hand with the economic needs of the country as well. But one very good example is biotechnology. You know, at one point in time, biotechnology was so hot that you know almost every student, every parent wanted their kids to to learn to go for biotechnology courses. But if you take a look at a greater context, right, there's not a lot of opportunities in Malaysia for biotechnology fields, especially in Sarawak. Yeah, so so I just think that you know. Um, the students also need to, you know, make sure that, you know, they have an, they, they take a look at their future uh, career prospects. Uh, even even if there is a STEM education, I mean, STEM education is just sort of like a, an eye-opening experience. And it also gives you the basic uh, knowledge and also thinking skills. Yeah, so this is actually what STEM does. It teaches you how to think, you know, and, and how, to, how to better perform in life. Yeah, so, so that's one thing that, you know, uh, STEM should teach you. Um, yeah, so that, that's my opinion. All right. Thank you, Melvin. Yes, I actually um, agree with your point as well. Uh, STEM, STEM is really important for us to teach, in, to teach all the young adults and also the teenager about STEM. But uh, for me, it's actually still based on... Uh, their own passion, their own interested way. Because um, in my age, like during my time when I'm still a high school student, uh, I always heard that the parents always encourage the students or encourage the young people like us. Ah, uh, you, you can become a doctor. Yeah, you can become an engineer. Yeah, so um, it makes us feel like, okay, this occupation is those that is earning money, that is uh help you to have high reputation, and at the same time we might slowly forget what we really like. Yeah, this is from my point, but yeah, I do agree that um actually we need to start to expose uh the STEM education to the high school students. Yeah, because um it is. Uh, the essential skill for our country development, but at the same time, we still, I still, uh, wish that, 
uh, all the young people here can follow your heart. Like ask yourself in the bottom of your heart, like what is the things that you really like instead of uh listening to your parents, your uncle, auntie. Like what is the uh what is the best occupation in the world? Yeah. So this is for my opinion. Uh, how about Kelman? Like after listening all of the volunteers and also our special guests for their opinion, yeah. And I would like to uh say thank you again for everyone because um we don't we we not only have Malaysian to speak up their opinion, we also have uh from students from India and students from Myanmar to share our opinions for this podcast. Yeah, Kelman, what do you think? Okay, so I do think that. STEM really plays a great impact in our society. So, uh, I could just say an example. For example, artificial intelligence. So, um, is is a part of STEM, and I do think that it can, it it will allow humankind to actually focus or doing, uh, more meaningful things, uh, in in the industries. So instead of saying. Uh, artificial intelligence is meant to destroy humankind, to actually replace uh, or actually uh, damage the employment rate. I'll think, I'll, I'll think it as uh, it actually allows us to uh, focus on the real stuff. So you can think about this. Automated system actually helps us to, uh, to avoid spending uh, five or six hours on the paperwork. By uh, but but instead you you could just make an uh make an automated system to handle all the paperwork for you or the documentations and you could save it on uh cloud drive and you don't you don't you don't need to waste your time in looking for the old documents or um or just like uh or afraid afraid that the documents would be destroyed because it's hard copy. So you could just uh, find uh, refer back to your old documents with just a keyboard. So you could do it in in such a short period of time, whereby previously would we would actually need uh, five to six hours to to refer back to the file and documents. So this kind of stuff is actually changing because of STEM. So I think I do think that STEM actually uh, allows. Uh, humankind and the society to focus on the real stuff instead of uh, the in, instead of a meaningless work. So you are actually doing a more meaningful work with STEM. So I do think that this is a really great time for us to incorporate in STEMs and to improve our skills in STEM so that we can uh, we, we we can be prepared. You know. Like uh for for our work and twenty first centuries uh is coming, so uh for the students and childrens also they need to be prepared to actually uh to do a more meaningful work, yeah. So that is my sharing. Uh, as a conclusion here. Alright. Okay. Thank you, Cameron, for your sharing. Alright. So so fast that. Uh, we are going to end our session for today. Yeah. So before uh we say goodbye, uh I would like to do a do a wrap up here. So um yeah um 
This here is a wrap-up question. What would you like to say to encourage the students here to learn more about STEM? Yeah, so first let's uh, invite Sean to uh, share with us. Uh, thank you, Jason. Uh, so before I wrap up my session, I'd like to thank the other volunteers as well as Melvin for providing such an eye-opening experience uh, for me to to change the way I see STEM nowadays. So I actually agree with Kalman on because Jack Ma once said that uh, the involvement in AI in society will actually uh, enable humans to have more free time on their job and actually enjoy their lifestyles more. So to wrap up, my session, I'll keep my message short and simple. Learning about STEM concept is a very adventurous journey. It is a road full of scientific discoveries. And to all the students out there listening, I encourage you to stay curious and determined to learn more about STEM. And maybe one day, you too can create something that would benefit society from what you have learned. So that's all from me. I'll pass it back to Chia Xing. Okay, thank you, Sean. Thank you for your sharing today. And uh, I believe all of us and also our listener really uh, learn a lot from your sharing as well. All right, so now I will pass to Han for your sharing as well. Hi, yes, thanks, Jason. Yeah, like I said, uh, it is essential to teach the children how to stand it, uh, let it be straight, to be honest. I'm not too much about the STEM, but I have no STEM is combination, uh, technology, uh, science and mathematics, engineering. Uh, these very powerful tools are combining in, in this one thing. So let's imagine how much, how great, how interesting, how can we do that by using this education system? Uh, we don't need to learn, uh, especially like mathematics or uh, technology, and we have now standard education that is combining these most powerful four items like technology, science, and so on. So it is uh, very unpredictable uh, how in the future students can make using this standard education. So I'm really excited and I'm really looking forward to see uh, in the future uh, standard education can create and can make our world more developed, but it's a combination. It is synergy, synergy, right? So I want to say the student, so this is very one of the privileged uh, in this 21st century. So you need to embrace it, get it. So thank you. That's all I want to say. All right. Thank you, Han. Yes. Let's uh, stay forward, like, let's looking forward for our future. And again, we believe that uh, the youth is our key to the future. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, the next one, I would like to pass to Atava for your sharing as well. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, as an engineering student, I feel me telling students to get into STEM feels like a very biased opinion. But uh, regardless of that, whatever knowledge I have gained throughout these years uh, is thanks to STEM. And the amount of knowledge that I have observed that is present in STEM, I am sure whatever field you select may be from business to being a scientist, there is something uh, uh, STEM related you will find in that while you pursue your uh, dream in that sense. So for the students out there who have already found out that uh, whatever they are interested in falls into the STEM category. 
good luck to you and uh, i will say the knowledge that you seek is readily available uh, on the internet please look out for that don't wait for your teachers to teach that to you just get out and get that knowledge and as for the people and students who are yet to find out what they are interested in i'll say the same thing you know internet is a very wonderful place uh, you can make a very good use of it uh, uh, just keep on searching and eventually you will find something there that will interest you and then i hopefully that engages you for the rest of your life yeah thanks okay thank you adawa yes internet is a very wonderful place for you to explore anything that you want all right and uh, so i would like to say thank you to melvin uh and we really hope that uh we have a chance to hear from you as well but it's all right uh thank you for your sharing for today and yeah uh i'm very appreciate that i all of us get to uh listen your point of uh the questions yeah and then uh also i would like to thank you for all the volunteers for joining us today yeah especially uh it's very uh, appreciated that we also get to hear from the uh opinion and also another perspective from uh international students from india which is satava and also from han which is from uh myanmar and also thank you for our local malaysian shan Carmen, Melvin, and also me. All right. So thank you everyone for today's session. Yeah. Hope you have a nice day ahead. All right. Thank you everyone. See you again. Thank you. Thank you. See you again.